0: I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and Tamara has nominated Hope. S- oh, Hope, I messed up your last name. It's Swinimer, right? It is perfect. Okay, Swinimer. Okay, good. Okay, okay, let me try it one more time. I'm Dr. Becker, and I'm so thankful that Tamara has nominated Hope Swinimer for a Game Changer Award. And Hope is coming to us today from Nova Scotia, Canada. She's taking a few minutes out of her very busy schedule to talk with us about the amazing work she's doing with wildlife. So thank you Hope for joining us and congratulations on your Game Changer Award.
1: Thank you so much, it's really nice to be here.
0: So nice, so Hope, I know a little bit about what you do because I have been in Nova Scotia occasionally, I've not visited your facility, but I certainly know that you are providing invaluable rehabilitation services to that province. But back up for people that don't know, how and why you got started, and walk us through the evolution of how Hope for Wildlife came about.
1: Absolutely. I mean, uh, I'm the founder of the Hope for Wildlife Society, and when I was first setting up Hope for Wildlife, I really narrowed it down to three important goals that I wanted to accomplish, and one was being the rehabilitation work itself. A lot of people don't understand what it is we do, and we deal with injured and orphaned wildlife from all over the province. Um, It's also important to know that we discover a lot of research um, from the work we do through necropsies or just the work with the animals on a day to day basis. And the thing that probably makes the most change is the education work we do. And we love the schools and getting out there and talking to people and having people through the facilities so they understand better what conflicts are out there in nature. Mm -hmm to help prevent them so for 33 years i've worked in the veterinary medicine field i'm a cvpm which is a certified veterinary practice manager and i sort of blame my first job at Mm. veterinary hospital on the on helping me so much that they made hope for wildlife the success it is today and basically when i first started there you know people call up what do i do a bird just hit my window or the cat just brought home a songbird what should we do and thank heavens, the veterinarians that I work with were amazing. And they said, mm-hmm. oh. and they would look at these animals and treat them to the best of their abilities and then send them along to me for the recovery. So, what started as 30 or 40 animals a year uh, has turned into what it is today. And last year alone, we took in over 7,000 different. Animals. Yeah. Wow. Hope, are you the only rehabilitation facility in Nova Scotia? There is two here, there's Cobblequid Wildlife Rehab and us, and they specialize a little more than we do. We tend to try and do all species, you know, we do everything from seals, to birds of prey, to songbirds, to seabirds, to mammals, you name it. So we, our facility is quite large, and we have many, many buildings. We have our own veterinary hospital right here on, mm. Se- and we have a veterinarian uh, that rotates through once a year from the University of Guelph, so it's mm. a really big program.
0: That's wonderful. So you have a, a veterinarian there on site helping. That's, that's a real gift.
1: <laughs> it sure is. I don't know what we do without them. It's, yes. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. Amazing. So do you, are you strictly then, uh, 7,000 animals is no joke. Are you volunteer? You must, that's a lot of poop to clean. That's a lot of bandages. That's a lot of mouths to feed. How do you coordinate that in terms of help?
1: thank heavens it grew slowly and so we were able to grow with with the number of patients that we'd received so when i started it was just me and dartmouth vet really and a few volunteers today we have uh, seven year around staff and they all have a area of expertise mm-hmm. whether nutrition or medical or just you know doing the hands-on enrichment that the animals so need and then we have about 250 volunteers and they are made of uh, interns that come and spend 16 weeks here in the summer and really get a wonderful experience learning to volunteers that maybe just come in once a week, year round. So without that whole team, we wouldn't be able to do what we do, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I believe that and it's wonderful that you have grown at a pace that you're able to um, support all of those people that are committed to helping indigenous wildlife it's beautiful. When you think back over your three plus decade career, what do you love most about your work with wildlife.
1: There's so many things and, and you know I'm so very happy with my life choices I mean, I feel so fortunate and blessed being able to be able to gotten to work with animals and nature in such a close up and personal way. Um, I love how we've learned so much over the years. It really is a new science and every day we're growing and learning new things. No two things are the same. And just from the medical point of view, like the drugs that we use, you know, at the very beginning, we weren't aware of how much pain that say a bird would need versus a mammal or drugs wouldn't work on a porcupine or a white-tailed deer so in the medical field we've discovered so much and we've learned a lot about the care the stress levels the enrichment that these animals need while they recover and the other we've learned so much about nutrition but I think if I had to pick one thing that I love the most it's getting to work with all the people because we're all together for all the same reason for the love of nature and helping it and being, you know, being caring, being there for it. So we kind of have a saying, it's, it's not just about the healing of the animals. It's, it's also about the healing of the human spirit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And very true. And I think that for those of you that have ever rescued a wild animal or have been, as you mentioned, been blessed to be in the presence, close up to a wild animal, it's a sheer gift and then being able to put that animal Back in the wild for a second chance, it um, is—it is. I think no, no, no greater service that we could do, uh, myself included, as a veteran wildlife rehabilitator. It's not just the best feeling, but you are—we are really working to preserve the ecosystems of our communities, and I think that it's such a, a really important thing that so many community members are waking up to and in tune and in tune participating in, which is really. Wonderful for people that maybe have never heard of you or, or would like to, to learn more about you, how would they how would they go about learning more about what you do?
1: I think you know keeping an eye on on social media and Facebook and all those things kind of brings you close to the understanding of the scope of the work that any of the peppers do. I think one of the most important things is to realize there's so many of us out there. and if you just Google Wildlife Rehab, and the closest city to you, you will discover a whole world that you may not have known existed. Mm. That's what I found, like people said, oh, I, d- I didn't know that this kind of thing was there to help nature, to help yeah. to, to be there for nature and to help people you know, understand the importance of it all and how it's yeah. so
0: Yeah, You know, one thing I have to just mention uh, from one rehabber to another is for everyone listening to this interview or reading about it, wildlife rehabilitators are not funded by the government. So it is funded from private donations and out of pocket expenses. There is not a, mother nature doesn't have um, a, a healthcare plan. And so your organization is like all of the rest that is funded by gracious people, recognizing that this is an incredible need and that they, are the lifeline to perpetuating the ability for these facilities to move forward. So you um funding is something that I'm sure you also are always thinking about because it's not an unlimited resource that you have.
1: I know and, and sometimes it's a little scary because you live every day wondering are we going to yeah. another day and another yeah. day. Um, yeah. Thank heavens people, you know, through COVID, it's it's really been quite amazing because we haven't been able to earn our money. Like we haven't been able to be open as much and do fundraisers as much. Yeah. But the general public has really stepped up, and you know, even though we didn't see you know as much in the corporate end of things or in our fundraising abilities, day to day people that called us that needed our services were so generous and so good. Keep us going.
0: Yeah, it is. It's it's so good with everything that you have learned, being the liaison between nature and our very busy human lives that oftentimes cost wildlife their lives and you standing in the gap, helping to fix animals that primarily are damaged, injured, orphaned because of human activity. If you could tell the world one thing about everything you've learned, what would it be?
1: You know, I when I get difficult questions like this or I'm faced with hard decisions, I always go back to my mission statement. And our mission is connecting people to wildlife in a positive way through knowledge and understanding. And I I really want the world to realize that we would not exist without nature. And we need to be connected to understand nature and we need to be caring to help nature. And we need to be a steward of our natural world because without it, we are nothing. And I really feel we need nature more than nature needs Mm -hmm. us. I think it's something we should always be aware of and embrace
0: gosh, beautiful words uh, and incredibly important. And I think whether we are recognizing that nature helps us decompress, nature provides oxygen, nature provides beauty, but nature provides an interconnected with the the other species that we have to coexist wisely with. And as stewards of the earth, and as at the top of the food chain, it is our duty and obligation to protect and preserve every wild creature that we come across. And we're so thankful that there are facilities like yours available for people to take injured, orphaned, sick wildlife to, to be able to give them a second chance. We're also so thankful for tomorrow for nominating you for your Game Changer Award. And congratulations again.
1: Thank you for your kindness. It's been a real pleasure talking with you. Thank you for what you do.